Let the power fall on me. Let the power fall on me. Let the power from Zion fall on me. Let the power fall on me, oh Jesus. Let the power fall on me. Oh, let the power fall on me. Oh, let the power from Zion fall on me. Oh, let the power fall on me. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Greetings. Hallelujah. Greetings. uh, Best in Christian music. uh, Outstanding music ministry broadcasting around the world. Greetings. Good morning, family. Let us gather near. Let us gather around the table of God's grace for a few moments as your friend and brother, Pastor Tyrone Jackson, uh, uh, shares a message on Jesus is holding it together. Jesus is holding it together. When life threatens to pull us apart, when when issues threaten to divide us, when uh, when even politics uh, uh, threatens to invade the church and uh, pull us apart, uh, Jesus, it is good to know uh, that there is a supernatural power holding us together. And if you join with me, if you go with me into the book of Colossians, uh, the first chapter of Paul's letter uh, uh, to uh, the church at Colossae, and you go to the 15th verse, uh, that's where we will uh, focus on this morning uh, as we continue our series on uh, the supremacy of Christ, uh, essentially the doctrine of Christ, uh, uh, the, the uh, perhaps the most uh, uh, important, uh, one of the most important doctrines. Uh, there are many doctrines or are deeply held or beliefs that are taught in scripture and I'm trying going to try to not get too theological this morning help me God oh may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight oh God I declare that oh Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Say Jesus is Lord. Somebody say Jesus is Lord. Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus is Lord. Jesus. Say Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Welcome to another edition of the Word from Living Word. Hallelujah. And so, God, I thank you that for the next few moments, we are going to focus on Christ. Uh, we thank God that, uh, that for Jesus. And this morning, oh God, help me help, help, help me to teach and share 
on this very uh, esteemed uh, uh, and foundational uh, concept and teaching and doctrine in, in Holy Writ uh, on the deity of Christ, uh, the, uh, on the Lordship of Christ, uh, uh, so that we can acknowledge that all the world can acknowledge uh, that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is Lord. God, when we, when we, when we got saved, in order for us to get saved, in order for us to come to a personal encounter uh, with with Christ and and become children of God, to be born again, we had to say with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord. So we began our faith by believing and confessing the lordship of Christ. And so God, this morning, let that be our confession. Let us be like Thomas when he exclaimed in John chapter 20, my Lord, and my God, let us be like Peter when Jesus asked him in Caesar, uh, Caesarea Philippi, I believe that Jesus asked uh, in that city, whom do people say that I am? And, G- and Peter responded, you are the Christ, uh, the son of the living God, uh, Jesus, you are Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you this morning. We give you glory, hallelujah. We bow before you because you are God. You're not just a a man that lived, a flesh and blood man, but you're actually God. Hallelujah. And I'm confessing this morning that Jesus, you are Lord. Hallelujah. Paul writes in Romans chapter 10 that if we confess with our mouths, Jesus as Lord uh, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead and we are saved. Hallelujah. And so this morning, hallelujah, I'm asking everybody to say, Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, you are Lord. Oh, Father, I thank you for this opportunity to, that we could talk about it, that we could share it, hallelujah, across the world, that Jesus is God. Hallelujah. That Jesus is Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, yes. In the name above all names we pray, yes. In the in the one who completes us, holds us together. The one who saves us and saved us and keeps us. Kept us true this week, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray, yes. I say amen and amen. This is the essence of the gospel message, the belief in your heart that Jesus is God. It is so foundational, so vital that this doctrine has been consistently attacked by Satan more than any other doctrine. Satan has saved is his most powerful weaponry uh, is rockets, is bombs to attack this doctrine, the, the deity 
of Christ, the deity of Christ. Uh, Satan has tried to uh, attack it, and, uh, and 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 even the the work uh, of the Antichrist is to is in, in, according to First John four is to is and the spirit of Antichrist, which is already at work in the world, it's it's to attack this doctrine, is to get the world to not believe. In the uh, in this essential truth, uh, in the di- in the deity of Christ, the, the s- s- Satan tries to first uh, get the world to deny that it's true, that uh, it, it, it that it isn't true, uh, that uh, that 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 man uh, a man could be God. Uh, it isn't true that God became a man. Satan tries to deny it, uh, and there are lots of different flavors of of that denial. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and so, and the second thing is, that Satan will try to attack is is, is that the the concept that Jesus is uh, is God is, is insufficient uh, for our daily joy, for for our eternal joy, and and and, and Christians, uh, we 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 look at this uh, concept, this doctrine uh, uh, again uh, in detail this morning, and so uh, we we recognize. Uh, that um, uh, that there are certain uh, there are some organizations who, who who certainly hold on and teach uh, uh, that there was a time when Jesus didn't exist. He was a, that he is a created being, and that's and they say that he is a, a, a little god. With a with a lowercase or uh, common G, and instead of an uppercase or capital G, and there is a there is an organization that uh, that, that that further. There's another organization that denies uh, the deity of Christ, and and that they believe that he is some kind of a spirit like Michael and Lucifer, and that he is some kind of angelic being, like he's a brother of of Michael and Lucifer, and they and in other words, that he was a created. being. Being, and then thus they deny the deity of Christ or that he is God. When we look at, uh, but when we look at uh, Colossians chapter uh Chapter one of verse fifteen. I'm reading from the NIV. Uh, the Bible says, uh, "This is uh, this, and this is a ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do not, uh, do not think that this is not uh, a, a cardinal uh, teaching. This is a very important teaching of Scripture." Paul was writing uh, to diffuse and to refute uh, heretical teachings that were uh, being promulgated or taught, uh, and were, and it was catch and it, it and it was uh, it, it was spreading like wildfire. It's Spreading like uh, COVID nineteen across uh, the world uh, of the uh, of, of his time, and Paul uh, was writing to address uh, uh, the uh, and hit it head on uh, the, con- the, con- the 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 identity of Christ. Somebody say Jesus is Lord. I dare you to say it this morning. Say Jesus, you are Lord. Hallelujah. Say Jesus, you are Lord. And so last week we began a, a kind of an introduction to this text. It is going to be a great. It is a series on the uh, supremacy, the uh, the greatness of Christ. And so let's take a look at uh, just one verse this morning. Uh, the fifteenth verse in the first chapter of Paul's letter to the 
church at Colossae. And so he says uh, that uh, that the son, so he's talking about Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Somebody say Jesus, Jesus. So he's clearly talking about the Son. Hallelujah. So when we see the word Son, what do we think? We think of the Trinity. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We think about the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Somebody say Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he's speaking about the Son, the, the, the identity of the Son of God. And he says the Son is the image of the invisible God. He says the Son is the image of the invisible God. The Son is the image. He is the mirror image, uh, to use a concept that uh, many of our radio listeners are familiar with. He is the mirror image of the invisible God. In other words, he is uh, the visible gives us a visible glimpse of the invisible God. As you know, God is a spirit. Not only is God a spirit, uh, but if we were to look at God through a human lens, we would die. Uh, and, but, 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 but Jesus, by, by God becoming a man, we are able to see God. By, by God becoming a man, we're able to see God. Jesus Christ is the mirror image of the invisible God. I could get theological, but I will not. I will not tell you that the theological construct of the word image means the external appearance by which a person or thing strikes the vision. Maybe I should repeat that for our Bible school students. The word image comes from a Greek word, which means the external appearance by which a person or thing strikes the vision. For God to be seen, he had to become man so that we could look at God and not be killed. And look at the grace of God. Somebody say the grace of God. Look at how God is merciful to us. That he uh, that he becomes uh, he becomes man so that we could see him, and when he comes becomes man, Paul says he is the image of the invisible God. I like it. I like that concept because it is repeated. It is confirmed in Hebrews chapter uh, one verse three as well, where uh, the author of Scripture confirms this when he says the sun is the gleaming brightness of God's glory. He is the exact likeness of God's being. Hallelujah. Can you can you say he is the exact uh, likeness of God's being? Say mirror image. Hallelujah. We're looking at, uh, at the identity or the, uh, the concept uh, of the deity of Christ. We don't have a lot of time this morning to go further into this, uh, uh, but let's talk about the image of uh, the invisible God. You all may remember that, uh, and so Christ is the true image of the invisible God. Why do you, Pastor Jackson, why do you say the true image of the invisible God?
Lord, I'm out of time. But uh, remember in Genesis chapter one, when God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. We were made in the image of God, we're not, weren't, weren't we? But because of our sin, because of our, because we've fallen, that image has been defaced. It is defective. But in Christ, hallelujah, in Christ, glory be to God, uh, that image has not been marred. It has not been defaced. And so the apostle Paul says uh, that Christ is the perfect image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Jesus this morning. Somebody said Jesus is Lord. Somebody said Jesus is Lord. So when you look at Jesus, you're seeing God. You're seeing the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. You're seeing the image of the invisible God. I must wrap up this morning. For John 14, uh, Jesus says to the disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father uh, but uh, by me. Oh, and Philip says, uh, show us the Father. Hallelujah. He got excited. Hallelujah. He got excited when Jesus when the son was talking about the father, hallelujah. And he says, show us the father. And Jesus says, don't you know me, Philip, after all this time? Wow, basically. Don't, don't, haven't you figured it out yet, Philip? Don't you know? Don't you know? Hallelujah. He says, I, he that has seen me has seen the father. He is the image, the mirror image of the invisible God. And he is God himself. Glory be to God. God bless you. God bless you.